Hello and welcome to the Go There Do That podcast. My name is Ethan and today we have a very special guest. It is Carlos Lopez Jr. And so a little bit about Carlos is that he you is... You could let him introduce him. Carlos no, go, no, please go Interdu- ahead. I was going to introduce him, but... Carlos, what do you do? Um, I work with Ethan in the city of Round Rock in the uh, communications department. Um, I graduated in film. I write things, can record things with the camera. That's what I do. Camera stuff, like I say. So, Carlos, at the time of this recording, recently just had a play he wrote debut at the Hyde Park Theater in Austin, which was really cool. I actually went to it. It's called A Family Dinner. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I really liked it. Uh, it. I didn't know that the Hyde Park Theater in Austin, though, kind of can do whatever there. Yeah. It was, I was expecting just plays like yours was, like how many three characters just acting out a scene, but there were some other interesting things there, mm-hmm. too, but... How'd you, how do you think it was, that experience for you? I'm proud of it because I entered, it's a, basically it's called the Frontier Fest and they have four weeks of different plays or whatever you want to do to bring it on stage. And their initial um, count was in November. So you had to basically submit something by November and I submitted December 16th. So a month later, luckily they got me in. And then less than a month, we had to had to find actors, find a director, and then get them to rehearse and get them to actually perform it on stage. Yeah. So less than a month, I got something made. That's crazy. To, so you yeah. wrote the script for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. And I wrote it on a weekend, like before Christmas. Like mm-hmm. it was Christmas. Like December 16th? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christmas was on Monday, correct? Yes, that sounds right. <laughs> so I started writing it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. In that time frame, that's when I emailed it to all the actors. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. So you had so you submitted for the contest before you had a script. Yeah. So you were like confident that yeah, you were like Yeah, I was that confident. Yeah. Well, and I mean sometimes that can give you like motivation mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, get going on some That's cool. Yeah. Mhm. Just yeah. Cuz they didn't require like a document yet. They just said What's the title? And what's the premise? So I was like, mm-hmm. I'll just do something that happened to me recently, and then gave a very basic premise, yeah, and then branch off from there. And what I initially had with the premise is not the exact same thing, right? Um, the premise was like these three sisters are coming together to celebrate a dinner, but their moms died, mom's mm-hmm. dead, and they're all coming over some trauma. The three characters, but in yeah. what Ethan saw, only one of them has something they're going to come over. Mm-hmm. I think the other character she has like alcohol, mm-hmm. and that's a remnant of like the past, yeah. like yeah. drafts of the screen of the play. Yeah, because yeah. you had to squish it into twenty five minutes. Yeah. yeah, and like I, I realized like wait a minute, this is way too much. It's no. getting very complicated, and yeah. theater is very much simple things. And what can you do in a room? That's cool. Yeah, but yeah, it's a really cool thing to experience in Austin, though. Like, it's great that. Carlos is somebody who brings me into Austin. Actually, lets me explore mm-hmm. the cool things that are around because that, that are offered there. Yeah, because yeah. it takes a lot, and it was yeah. it was really cool to see though that something you made like a story you were telling. But yeah, I did notice 
the there was like like where's part two type of thing at the end because yeah, well, it's good if you leave people wanting more. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but like yeah. Hyde Park Theater, that's they, it's traditional. Like they have plays and they have mm-hmm. things like that. Like the mm-hmm. last time I was there, they had a play called Small Steps, and it was about a um, a fictionalized NASA astronaut, and he was gay, but he's going to be the first man to land on the moon. Mm-hmm. And like that was very cool to see, hmm. and just a one man show with him dealing with these things oh so they do have more traditional stuff but this festival Mm -hmm. is more of like off the wall you know things i mean you saw like the two the three one man shows and one woman shows was like insane Mm -hmm. like craziness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the fun of austin yeah uh yeah so you originally were a more of a fan of like film and video type things mm-hmm. and you wrote a script for a short film and then that's what got you into the screen script writing for theater mm-hmm. right because you had something at sam bass theater in round rock as well mm-hmm. but so you i pay attention to like the books you've been reading and so you like went to film which is one of the highest forms of like entertainment the- like video right and because you can distribute it everywhere and it's like movie magic stuff but what's the most basic way of thinking of that and it's all theater right and so that's what you started looking into and it's interesting to see that now you're now writing plays and everything yeah. but mm-hmm. we like talking about movies too so what is it that could you explain that journey just a little bit like what 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 does film mean to you carlos I mean, the we'll first talk about theater and like I think the reason why I went back is to find a strong foundation. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah, yeah. That's what so that I know where it comes from because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people in our industry and just collective we don't we don't go back to our roots at all. Like we try to ignore those roots. We don't really pay attention to those things. Mm-hmm. And for me, what's important is like if I want to continue doing this, I want to go back and back and back to know where it started where it comes from the original idea of theater was democracy and how they all viewed it as one that they would experience these things and get some catharsis out of it mm-hmm. in greece and eventually it obviously morphed in different things and that's what happens with time and things change and society and minds change all the time but for me it was important to go back Mm-hmm. to that even with photography as i said like i have an old school point and shoot camera i have to put film stock in it and that and then this have where you have cameras that are digital mm-hmm. so for me it's important just to, to go back and realize and try to craft the fundamentals so that i can come mm-hmm. into the things that i want to do and to propel it forward into mm-hmm. it kind of gives you an appreciation exactly of like where too. you're at where we're at now with that too mm-hmm. yeah of how far it's come and mm-hmm. yeah that's cool that was what was interesting about using the that old eight millimeter camera mm-hmm. uh i told you about that like having to it's much more of an intimate process to be a part because a memory card is just a memory card but handling the film reel mm-hmm. itself it's like oh every little slide of this is like a frame of a life right yeah and so you're like trying to take care of it because you know what happens if you like accidentally show it to the sun because when i tried that most of it was overexposed and not Mm -hmm. good looking and it's kind of crazy how we 
as you create the degrees of separation where now we have cell phones for video and stuff, you lose the appreciation for the foundation, yeah. mm-hmm. like you were yeah. saying, yeah. And respect yeah. for, like, that craft. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, imagine being a videographer, like, 70 years ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've had that's a lot of work. Several, <laughs> several people tell me, I have... You know the days when I, I sat in the dark room for hours yeah. and hours. Like I, how many people have told me that? And I'm like, dang, I like practiced on like mini DV tapes, and that's like the latest that I would you know mm-hmm. practice on. But then to imagine every single second. So what is using the film camera uh, done for you? You just recently finished the role. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's actually making me realize. Okay, what's the most important thing in my environment? Mm. And what mm. what do I actually see? Because I can't I don't can't view it back. So what mm. can I look at right now and change? So like my hand sticking out like this, I see it's green right here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I notice that this is like a tavern feel. Me just looking at it with my eyes. Yeah. And that when you look, when you go back and using those old cameras, it's like you just have this to look at instead of with the camera you have this, but then you also have the screen too. So you have like two different viewpoints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to be like more focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I told him this. I started to breathe actually taking a photo. Like for some reason I was holding my breath when I was taking the photos. Mm-hmm. So then I stopped and like just take took a moment to just breathe for a second and then take the photo so that I'm fully realized in this moment. Because mm-hmm. photography is very much like capturing mm-hmm. yeah. a single moment like right above you right there. Yeah. 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 It's a, it, you can, there's a certain amount of like, anxiety that's kind of reflected in somebody's like you know like if Work. you can tell oh they took a lot of time on this or something mm-hmm. like composition and everything and there's like little bitty details and it gets more and more like as you think about it and you're like not holding your breath because you need to be like relaxed while you're doing it mm-hmm. it would would it turn into a different photo if you were like more tensed up taking them mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so that's interesting yeah, yeah. The, the photo i sent that showed you was the the watch Mm-hmm. That was the one where I took like a second because it, it was going to be there motionless. So I had time. So it was to me just like mm-hmm. taking yeah. a second just to like mm-hmm. breathe. Yeah. And that's why I think I view photography the most is that like we're just capturing moments. That's it. Mm-hmm. But then you have to be, you have to see it. You have to see the moment. You have to see what's going on mm-hmm. every time. And not forget to like be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're still a part of it. Sometimes, yeah. like, it can, f- I maybe, I don't know, I don't do photography that much, but, like, it can feel like you're almost outside of the moment, like, mm-hmm. peeking into it, but, like, remembering that you're a part of the moment. Mm-hmm. You're just, like, a medium for capture. Like, yeah. That's cool. But it is cool th- about photography is that, well, I know you said you don't do that, but technically you take photos, right? Yeah. Like, with your... So you, yeah. in a way, you are the photographer, and that's I think that's the very cool thing about cameras of photographer that technically anybody can do it because mm-hmm. we live in a society where like our cameras are in our phones, so that mm-hmm. anybody can take a really good photo. And I value that. That yep, it's a one tool that anybody can really use. Like my girlfriend doesn't know how to change a flat tire. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know, but then anyone could take a photo. Right, and I find that inspiring that anyone can actually do what we do right mm-hmm. so what's the difference between a good photo and a great photo like anyone can take a photo but what makes something like 
It has to, I think it has to be you as the individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you see? What makes you special? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, our technology makes us always take good photos, right? Like, there's no, like, unless you're just blind or just drunk or something mm-hmm. where it's blurry or something's out of focus. So, technically, all our photos are standard, like, good. But then what, expe- or what excels is you as the individual, not the camera. Hmm. that's what separates photos now with how much content mm-hmm. is out there it's like what when everybody's doing great photos there's no such thing as like that anymore everything's a great photo now yeah. there's like a new standard for mm-hmm. yeah and it's like how how much you you are in it i guess mm-hmm. hmm. hmm interesting um i was gonna say the going back to like the film and foundations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Foundations are key. I was telling Heather this downstairs about cooking that mm-hmm. you only need four things, salt, heat, iron, and oil. And that's like the main core ingredients for, for cooking. For cooking. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as you understand the fundamentals, then you can excel from there. Well, mm-hmm. And a lot of film people that I've talked to, they don't always understand the fundamentals of just storytelling on a level of where it comes from. Yeah. And now... I go to film now. I'm like, oh, these things make sense. Like these ideas have been here for so long that some people don't want to go back and actually understand them in that way. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why? Why? Because we're. I think we're like too amazed by it, or we're just. Well, it's a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's so, a lot of work to do anything. Mm-hmm. And not everybody with a cell phone wants to understand the fundamental they're just like i don't care it's a mm-hmm. good photo like yeah yeah like and then to look into it deeper is like i mean that's what the the whole passion behind it is I right it, it's like interest because even like no. you like i've taken photos like what wedding photos and stuff with mm-hmm. you and you know like family photos and i can do it and i do a good job but like sometimes when you go further and you're like trying to talk to me about like aperture and like yeah, all that yeah, and yeah. i'm like i don't know like i just need to know what buttons to press and i can like adjust the settings a little bit but like i'm not i'm not as interested in like the workings of a camera yeah as mm. like you are and like what all goes into that and that's why like you're a better photographer than me mm-hmm. and that's okay <laughs> yeah so i was thinking the difference of we have like two different branches of foundations that's what i was thinking about like carlos film Right, and then lands in theater, and that's you're mm-hmm. you've gotten to the base. That's a pretty baseline, right? Yeah. Like it used to be a public service. You said back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and so then you work your way up, but like I don't know, film, probably the most basic thing of video, mm-hmm. like motion picture capture. It's basically just twenty four photos a second. So, I kind of went there. Interesting. Uh, so. There's a there's a certain movie that we both watched that we'll talk about. It's called Lawrence of Arabia. Would you would you want to delve into that? Yes. Okay. Because I that movie is crazy, and I've never seen well, I've never seen a movie just use the environment as like a character, like the landscape, mm-hmm. like it did. But it makes sense because it's a hot desert, so it's like scary. But they also had to film in the desert. So what what do you know about that movie? What's cool about it to you? 
but yeah like your photos right there like that transports you to that spot on the planet Mm -hmm. and very much that film transports you to that desert and to know that this we obviously we don't know a lot a lot of it a lot of his story could be farce from the things he had said but they filmed these things there was real people doing these things and that's very vital and that opened my eyes when yeah. i saw it two years ago that film is based on a real dude mm-hmm. world war one uh oh. yes yeah hmm. and so he wrote his own story though right yeah so and the movie's based off his, his biography on his story interesting so I didn't it's t.e lawrence it. is his name yeah yeah and so he wrote it and he's like yeah all this happened and it's like well that's incredible and it's like yeah but but we all get to write our own stories mm-hmm. And so that's what's interesting about the movie, too, is like, Mm. wow, what an epic person. And it's like, yeah, it's off of his own words. And it's like, well, then if you told your own story, if you if you felt great about what you did, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you just kind of say, yeah, it was like, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you say I was worshipped as like a God person, (laughs) but, you know. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like in the movie. But uh, but yeah. The the sun's anvil was like one of the coolest terms I've heard in a while. Where what does that mean? It was in the desert. There was like this hot stretch they had to cross in the movie. And so there was, was this last patch and they had to go and it was just insanely hot. Mm-hmm. And they called it the sun's anvil. And that's mm-hmm. when that he said, he like went back. This actually happened. He went back and saved a dude that fell off of his camel. And oh, I remember him back. that yeah. part in the movie, yeah. But that part was the sun's anvil. Yeah. And so then when the sun's rising, it's literally just a sunrise, and you've seen them several mm-hmm. times. But then in this, the context of the movie, it's rising up, and you're like, oh, no. And that's mm-hmm. really yeah. cool. That's what I like about that movie. Yeah. Because, hmm. you know, you show, you see sunsets at the beginning of documentaries. Right. And it's like, oh, cool, a sunset. But, like, that, the meaning behind that happening is so different. What is the meaning behind that happening? It's like, oh, crap, the sun's going to kill this (laughs) guy. Right, because you're in the desert, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because you're in the desert in the Mm -hmm. wilderness. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. I think it's cool. Hmm. So since you watch Lord's Raven, do you you get those feelings when you're out in the wilderness in that way? Because just seeing, like, four hours just at one location for I don't think we've ever been in, like, a really, like, scary, alarming situation where Mm -hmm. it's like, I could die for it. Well, Mm. Okay, so <laughs> well, <what? laughs> so there was there was a time when we were I haven't I don't know if I've told this story on like the podcast I guess I'll go into detail. So a challenging environment that you can overcome. There's something to be said about that, which is the desert living in it, right? Like I couldn't imagine that. But an experience that I have is we were going up to the top of Guadalupe Mountain, the tallest point in Texas, mm-hmm. and so I it's. You kind of got to get used to the gear you wear. Like, there's no such thing as bad weather anymore. It's just bad preparation for the weather mm-hmm. is what I've heard once. So it's like, we have gear for everything. Know what you're going to do. I was going to the top. I got sweaty because I wore too much warmth. And so then I shed the layer. Because it was snowing oh, as we right. were going up. It started snowing uh, as we were going up, which we got some cool photos. But it was also a challenge to be cold that whole time. So as we went up. Uh, my, I think my internal core temperature started dropping because I was sweaty at my lowest layer and I just kind of had it out against the wind. 
then we get to the top and we were like both exhausted. We literally like passed like I we fell asleep. Yeah, like we, on the top. We, it was just us because we left really early. Yeah. And when we got to the top, we fell asleep. Like mm-hmm. we like took a photo. I set up a time. I crawled on top of the like rock part at the top. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. crawled. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was like so tired. And then we got back down and we like set up the chairs and then we like fell asleep in the chairs. Mm-hmm. It was a challenge. And so I, yeah, we do that, fall asleep, rest up. Mm-hmm. And then we probably shouldn't have went up during a snowstorm. I think that's probably not the best. Yeah. So, but we, as, as I go down, uh, thankfully I had this down jacket, which started to keep me warm because it was, we were going back down and I was like, oh no, I'm like, near exhaustion or something and i think and cold and cold and so then i like this is probably the closest i've gotten to like being a uh oh news story like hiker falls off cliff because i was like looking over the edge and i felt like you know i was like oh no and like i just drank a little bit of water and then immediately like couldn't keep it down Mm -hmm. and so it was like kind of scary i guess and heather was like i was like i had gone off yeah you were like i'm good so i kept going i'm gonna take a photo here and then i like real i was like he's like not anywhere near behind me like he was way i like wound up turning around Mm -hmm. and like finding him Mm because he was like way far back but i think he like had hypothermia yeah. But it was like also a weird environment. Like you would you weren't expecting to. Like Texas. we've been to Alaska and you're mm-hmm. like like very aware mm-hmm. and like making sure you're not getting too cold cuz yeah. but like it was unexpected. We weren't a f- like Texas. that wasn't a thought that mm-hmm. that could happen. So, yeah. But, you know, got some cool photos and I'm okay. But yeah, like Northern Lights was no problem cuz you I prepared for that, but yeah, it was weird. So anyways, that's a that's a fun travel story that mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's probably, yeah. which, I mean, I was okay, but also, mm-hmm. like, if something would have happened to you on the mountain, I, Come you know, exactly. I sprint <laughs> down and, like, I can't carry you, and, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I have to not do that ever again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, in Alaska, you guys saw orcas? Uh, we've, we did, um, the first time we were there, like, from the ship. Wasn't it a humpback? Or, oh. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. it's humpbacks. Humpback whales. Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. seen orcas. Not the... Not the killer whale. The, the scary ones. Killer whale. Um, not Shamu. Yeah. 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 So, so the desert, it's a metaphor a little bit, right? Like, what does that, what does that mean to you? Like, you got to go through the desert. We've kind of mm-hmm. spoken a little bit about that. You know, is yeah, it like, he, it's like a mental thing, mm-hmm. like a mental challenge also mm-hmm. on top of that. Are you willing to survive in the desert? And can you? Mm-hmm. Or you're just going to lose yourself, and he does lose himself. Because in the desert, you can be anybody, right? Or is it, what does that mean, you're losing yourself? Well, I think the character of Lawrence, I think he, he didn't know who he was at mm-hmm. the time before he went inside the desert. And then when he leaves, like, it's so different. And that's also, like, your environment. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a desert. It could be school it could be work it could be something else entirely that you're a different person when you go into this place Mm -hmm. so that affects the character and who he was at the time that's cool Mm -hmm. the so that you the environment you can't help but be changed by your environment but Mm -hmm. oh man so you're always going to be like he Mm -hmm. couldn't help but be changed by all that happening Mm -hmm. huh like, like I, I talked to this police hmm. officer a few years ago, and he was telling me, like, his he doesn't even have an office. His office is his car. And I'm like, how 
how can you just work in a car unless you're like an Uber driver? But I can't imagine just you're, what do you think all the time if you're just in a car, in a squad car, like day mm-hmm. and night. Yeah. So mm-hmm. your environment does help, does affect what you are and what you're thinking about. Hmm. Is there any ways you apply that to like, did you design the set, the environment for your play? Oh, no, I mean. You didn't? Oh, okay. Um theater is very much like what can you do in a room and like films yeah. the opposite it's like okay how can we progress the story mm-hmm. Whoa. so I, in my head i'm like i just got a table and some chairs what can i do with that mm-hmm. and that's very much the fun of theaters like okay i have a small space what can i do yeah and like those three people that did their different art acts like it was all unique to them and you could they could have done it anywhere like they could have gone to like a open mic night they could have done or they could have put it in a movie theater or something um but mine was very much like theater acting like traditional style type yeah. of way yeah. mm-hmm. and like mine mine was just my way and like they had their three different ways too but especially going i've been to that theater twice before so i kind of knew what it looked like yeah it's like okay this is kind of what i can do with it this is what i think it could happen what i can get away with yeah. right. at this point but yeah so there were four different performances mm-hmm. and they were all yeah mm-hmm. totally different use the environment differently there was one one person that just projected a video onto a wall mm-hmm. which was interesting because hers was about you're getting ideas hers was a, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah yeah well yeah we like, wait it. i can project I my videos <laughs> yeah because she just yeah just narrated the whole thing and it was kind of neat uh but she went to antarctica mm-hmm. and talked about how that changed her which was mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. but that was cold the ultimate, like, desert tundra. Technically, it's a desert, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's interesting. But, yeah, she talked about how that, like, experience and dr- living in the cold and mm-hmm. dunking underwater and then coming that back. That would change you. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she lived in an office environment for 20 years, right? You mm-hmm. remember this, I think? Yeah. Uh, 20 years. And then she just applied to an office job in a Antarctica. And she was, like, happier. Because it was like crazy different, like, yeah. They have office jobs in Antarctica. She was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently. Work from home. <laughs> yeah, she just like printed out papers or something, but then she got to live there. and. Yeah, I I noticed that they were all projecting themselves in a way. Mm-hmm. Themselves. Yeah, like every, the but three But aren't acts. we all? In any like that's story we tell, you know? True. And I, that's, I was. But gonna, you were just like sneakier about it. Yeah. And yes. I, like I. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna be an artist, you have to define what art is and what you are as an artist. Mm-hmm. And for me, what I like about art is that it is a part of you, but then you have to look at it on the wall and you kind of have to detach because you're not the thing that you produce. Like that's an entirely a different thing. It has to live on its own, has to breathe on its own, yeah. has to exist without you. And for me, seeing those art pieces was like, not what I view art. Like, obviously, they viewed it in their way. And, like, they did a wonderful job. And I can't, you know, talk crap because I don't want to be that person to, like, you know, do that. That's mm-hmm. their art. Like, that's respectful to them. Um, but I just view it differently in that there has to be a line at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Like, in the Between Sopran- in the Sopranos, yeah. when Christopher's, like... Um, he makes the movie about Tony and him, his relationship. Oh, yeah. And then Carmel's like, oh, you know, that's you. And he's like, doesn't see it. And I don't want to be the person to be so in their heads about themselves mm. that they don't see 
that I projected something mm-hmm. personally when it is a part of that. Um, but I want to be open. I want to be not locked into that. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Is that yeah. what we do? What? Oh. So the first person projected their experience onto the wall. Second person talked about a traumatic experience and they wrote a book about it. Mm. And the third person was Carlos with totally separate everybody. Mm-hmm. He was the only one not like presenting being his story. Yeah, he wasn't up yeah. there. Like he yeah, didn't yeah. perform. And then the fourth guy was just a five act, like remind me of Jim Carrey, just different characters and stuff. Like the one man show. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He literally said that at one point. He's like, this is a one man show. Yeah. A white guy, one man yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, does the world really need another white guy, one man <laughs> show? Like, You're probably asking yourself that. And it's like, you addressed it. So now it's like, ugh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because yeah, Carlos was the only one that, is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so was that what we do with videos? I mean, in a way, like you take photos, like you presenting what you saw. Like, obviously, it's not like your name's not on it, mm-hmm. and you have like go there, do that. Like, that's different. Mm-hmm. But you but are it's still like, a part of it. Yeah, it is. It's still very you much can't a part deny of it. That. Yeah, you can't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is what you see, and that's very good. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. and you do have an like a ta- disattachment and attachment to it that. This is what we created together. This is our experience. Mm-hmm. But, then it, but then again, it's not you as well. Like mm-hmm. we're not seeing you in mm-hmm. the frame. We just see what you see. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. I think that's different. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. obviously if it was you in the frame, like that would be totally like holding near and dear to this. Mm. Mm-hmm. But then at some point, like if, if you love something, right, you can't just do it like this. You kind of have to mm-hmm. like let it go for a mm-hmm. second mm-hmm. and be safe distance wise. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I was wondering because when this first thing happened, I was like, you have to like create something together. I always called it building a boat, but like you attach it to something separate from ourselves. But so the amount of work that we each put into it is like beneficial to either one of us, right? Mm -hmm. Like trying to make it 50 50. Because a lot of artists do put their name on the bottom right Mm -hmm. of a photo and it's like, yeah, I took it. But when you look who who's the artist it's like telling you to maybe experience something yourself i don't know get to think it really makes people i hope some of the time like think to like oh no i need to experience things or appreciate what's on there you know it's a lot of different reactions i don't know it's weird not putting your name though Hmm. as the artist that took the photo right because that's what a lot of artists want you know Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, Heather helps out too. So it's not just, you know, the, yeah. So mm-hmm. I talked to my uncle about, mm-hmm. was like, why did I do that? And it's like, well, it's probably because, you know. Do you think it's also an ego thing? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Trying to separate, oh no, <laughs> separate the ego while also mm-hmm. doubling down and being like, well, look, I did it. And it's like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Art is interesting. Yeah. So, what's your uh, what's your current like, f- not uh, fixation, but you're like studying something right now. You're like a certain topic. What is that? You're you're lo- reading books a lot about a lot of it. Can you want to talk about it now? Well, the the it's not a topic, but event like I told you about the Austin bombs. Like that's something I'm like researching about. Yeah, and trying to tell a story out of that. Mm. So it's like journalism type. Yeah. 
Oh, mm. so he's looking into the journalism side of storytelling. Is that what that is? Like you're researching in that way. That's cool. And so you want to be able to, with your city government like knowledge, kind of a, approach it from that angle, mm-hmm. like the yeah. politics of politics it. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that goes back to like the roots of it. That like right. theater Whoa. was very much talking about government politics and democracy, hmm. and navigating the Austin bombings. Like you learn a lot about how Austin was operating, and then. Con- like them contacting Round Rock and them contacting Pflugerville. At some point, the guy was like researching Cedar Park houses mm. and properties. So then they had to contact Cedar Park. So they're having to work together. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very much fundamentals of how, you know, America works, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put in places how these things work. And I think a lot of people forget that. And we don't value that as importance. Like we, you other things of importance like stars and money and all this but it's i think as we saw from what two two years ago that the capital riot happened whoa oh yeah yeah, yeah. two years ago mm-hmm. well no three 21 yeah 20 yeah, yeah 21 yeah, three yeah. years ago and yeah. we saw how insane that things can get when mm-hmm. a crowd of people want to do that mm-hmm. so uh, the reason you're choosing such a heavy topic is because you're like you know obviously from the area mm-hmm. and you're it's like a big event that happened and you've never seen it approached in this way mm-hmm. yeah the whole story and mm-hmm. it's so we you, like you're just seeing where it's going yeah you know? like seeing if i can find a story out of it and mm-hmm. the, the story i have is that the austin police chief at the time i think he's chief manly yeah he mm-hmm. has the most to say like he's almost the front man like he Every press conference, he's there speaking first. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's really the only consistent quote-unquote character That in you could story. develop a story out of. Yeah. yeah. So when you're telling us... Because st- you don't want to do the story about the guy who no. did it. Yeah, because, no. yeah, like I, you don't want to like glorify him. But no. how can I tell this story through another lens? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, different perspectives. Mm-hmm. That's what you're focusing on is the perspective of different... Mm-hmm. yeah character yeah. yeah you have to say characters right if it's yeah. a story yeah okay i mean that goes mm. back like i was telling you like like the lawrence arabia thing of it all and that like a lot of filmmakers and directors they're kind of doing that they're going back and telling these real stories like we had mm-hmm. ferrari we had oppenheimer oh. yeah killers of the flower moon like this is like a trend yeah. that i'm noticing and that's why i'm kind of leaning into that mm-hmm. trend to see if they're on the right track Mm-hmm. And I get to be in the same line of thinking as these elite people that are way up here, and I'm just kind of yeah down below here. Well, I'm down here with you. I know. Uh, if, I'm great. <laughs> if, if you throw my hat in the ring, I, yes. like we also just finished Big Ben Part One, which mm-hmm. reflected on our past experience, mm-hmm. the first visit three years ago, mm-hmm. versus now, and like we, it, for me, it's kind of cool to see us. Like, it's like storytelling, yeah. Yeah, like not just like a vlog. How we've changed over yeah. the course of time. Because at one point, it's like I asked you your past self in the video. It's like, mm-hmm. do you feel like your eyes have been opened? And you're like, what do you mean? What do you even mean by and that? Then, yeah. And then in the current now time, the, like I'm just camping. Yeah, what are you trying to say? You can literally see as your tears are welling up a sunset in your eyeballs. Mm. Like it's cool. Or mm. sun, yeah, the sunset in the beginning. It's like in your eyes. 
Hmm. I don't know. I, I talk about that video all day. It's really cool. It was a great shot. I love Pass, it. Paston. Yeah. All natural. Heather doesn't really act. That's the thing. I, yeah. She's, you ask her to go back and like do the, around the turn again and she'll keep walking. So it's like, oh, I missed that. <laughs> that cool <laughs> shot of something. Yeah, I don't like, want to be like, well, because they command people. Yeah. Cause yeah. there's people on the trail yeah. and you don't want to be like a nuisance. So it's yeah. like, I have to hurry ahead and turn around and hope. That well, would, I'm also yeah. like, I don't want to do this if I become like some actress, right. like, you know, where you're just like directing me what to mm-hmm. do. Like, well, then I'm not interested in doing this anymore. I see Heather the same <laughs> as like for photographing like a deer. Like you have to be quiet. You have to be. You have <laughs> That's to be, so true. Well, you can't, you can't like disturb, like, hey, if I say, yeah, like it's just as much a part of nature as everything else. You can't be like, do this thing. Mm-hmm. sun the sun is right like you can't mm-hmm. tell it what to do you have to be there mm-hmm. when it happens so yeah so then why would you tell her to walk or like right so then that's, he tried that at the beginning he doesn't do because it because it would look cool like you know nah. walking around mm-hmm. yeah so i had to like you gotta work you know. with nature you gotta that's work with me is. yeah <laughs> so that's like how i apply it too i think in the videos because then i'm like oh there is a story here but you have to find it find mm-hmm. the story carlos yeah mm. it's hmm. very much finding the the needle in the haystack and digging up the gold yeah Mm -hmm. all the time that was something i heard at nab conference in las vegas but they were talking to documentary filmmakers they talked about creating a story in their documentary they were going to make it about uh a huey helicopter like vietnam and so they were interviewing veterans about the helicopter because they were just like this helicopter was used in vietnam a lot but they found that along the way of making the story, the veterans were way more interesting because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, they like have stories. They serve, mm-hmm. you know, on this helicopter. And so they were like not very uh, approachable at first, but once they got together and got in the helicopter, they just literally filmed them two interacting and catching up. And that was like the documentary. And that became the story. That yeah. probably happens yeah. often. Like someone goes into a documentary thinking that their idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like having this idea, and then you have to kind of change course with like what you're actually getting, mm-hmm. you know, and following the story, almost like journalism. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you follow the story, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that's kind of how I see ours is like a mixture of documentary, I don't know, film stuff. Because I'm trying to think of how to define. Because I don't like vlog, and I don't like influencer, and I don't like content creator. And, I don't think I I yeah. don't think I'm ready to define it yet. Yeah, right. So yeah. still documenting and then figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's that video I sent you where it was going against direct cinema and cinema verte, where it's very much that where you are in front of the camera too, so that you are involved to in what's being mm. done. Cinema verte, film truth. Oh. So there's like a example of a film that was shown and the directors got into the film like with the actors and were like how do we go forward with this and they were filming that they're like what do we do and they were like filming the process of them making it and that was also a part of the movie yeah which is like crazy (laughs) and and then they talked about the there was another way of they were just going around in the streets and just it was like a movie that was made but it was all like natural things happening somehow Mm -hmm. and they like I guess maybe you could say, like, you put it together later. Yeah. You find the mm-hmm. story as you just shoot a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's the truth, right? But it's just your interpretation of it by editing. Right. You know. Hmm. So, 
any, I think like any anything you make is like I think a movie is so powerful because it feels like a like a dream that somebody had that like is made into reality, right? That's what it would feel like probably to mm-hmm. like yeah. And a documentary is like a real life experience that's made into something, but it still is in the same medium of a movie. So mm-hmm. then it's like, well, this could be a dream also, mm-hmm. you know, like that's wedding videos and stuff. Yeah. Like you want to remember it like it's a dream. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Cause you know, there was like a problem with the vendor or caterer or something, but you don't ever document that part. Yeah. Right? But right. Not in like a wedding video, but like, yeah, yeah I don't know. We're just documenting truth. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. Yeah. So can a video film be like a lie? Is that possible? Can No. I How? Don't think so. Why? Because you can't doctrine. I don't think we can doctrine that much and like change a lot. You would have to change a lot to make the lie. But then like people, someone would find out whatever you're doing. Oh, so even if we had some AI type video thing, it's there would be a collective agreement that that's not real. Like you see those travel videos and stuff that are like totally fake and people are like, wow, so beautiful. Where is this? Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Or like, pay attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. That horse has two legs. So people can <laughs> sniff out the lie and the people who are like, no, 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 no. Like there's going to always be people that are like, yeah, this is not mm-hmm. truth. Hmm. Then if you then if you tell the truth, then no one's gonna deny it. Well, there's people that are gonna deny it, but a majority is gonna be truth. So which one do you want? Do you want truth more or lies, or do you want lies more or truth less? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. What? I like, don't know. Explain that. No, I just oh. like the. Like, are you saying that like video can't be a lie or? Yeah, you, that's what you're positing, that video can't be a lie. That's what I asked. Yeah. Like, can you lie in a video? And it's like, like, you, we talk about film truth Well, and you stuff. can certainly manipulate. Yeah, yeah you can man- manipulate Maybe not truth, lie, yeah. but you're manipulating the truth. Oh, because yeah. you're yeah. the liar. You know, the one making it. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. Well, th- well, th- well, think about it. It's like, you have a square. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can crop something out and you can mm. position so something's mm-hmm. out of the way. So technically, you are hiding something, but then... You're still showing the truth, nonetheless. Mm. Just how you're viewing it, mm-hmm. everything how it's in interpreted. That, everything yeah. in that square. Yeah, it's that image of like the 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 cartoon of like the knife, like striking onto somebody, and the news cameras like capturing it. Mm-hmm. But then you see a bigger picture, and it's like not right. Oh, yeah, it's that right. same concept. Exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah, because I was trying to think of like the opposite. Like of... you're still seeing something real. Yeah, but it's manipulated mm-hmm. to okay. make you think a certain. Thing, yeah okay. okay it's like fox news so right hmm. <laughs> i was just trying to think of the inverse of film truth mm-hmm. what that would be defined as you know as an example or something is there one but i not, don't know yeah no. okay well we can move on so <laughs> um yeah so what else carlos what else we got we have i'm gonna pause for a second okay and gather cut O'Malley's like snoring. He's so snoring. <laughs> That's good. I just had to pet him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
That's why I'm saying I gave him like a CBD gum, uh, not a CBD gummy, like a dog CBD treat. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Wow. And like, I think it makes him extra sleepy. That's good. I'm not getting given to him very often because I feel bad, like drugging a kid or something. Oh. How long have we been doing this for? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about social media with Carlos. Okay. Okay. Um. With Carlos, can I go? No. Then. <laughs> well, said, I thought, with Carlos. Well, that's where I wanted to with get. With or in. without That's you. where I wanted to get into, but then I was trying to figure out. A segue. Yeah, and then I was. Just Speaking like, of lot truth and lies. Yeah, speaking what, of... What about social media, man? I'm going to say that. So, speaking of truth in life... <laughs> so, what is your opinion on social media, then? If truth... Anything that's filmed, right, is truth. So, like, why do we call people on social media all the time fake? Does that make do sense? Do we? Well, you know, it's fake birds. Oh, like, I don't know. They try to... I guess that's true then, right? That's also... You have a persona on social media that's yeah. not the genuine you. Like, mm-hmm. that's what we talk about a lot with people as a broad term, mm-hmm. I think. Right? Okay, so what does that mean when you talk about it's, like, people? I, 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 I know. It's like thinking about going to the gym and to taking one photo of you doing something heavy. That's what that. I, Yeah, okay. Simple. But the, manipulation. Yeah, it's yeah. the same sort of thing that you're manipulating things. You're just doing it for the sake of the photo. You're just trying to do it for just the sake of it. Mm-hmm. And that's the same sort of thing we're saying. Like, it's projection and you're just doing it just because you want to have the endorsement. You want to have the likes. You want to have all that mm. fan base. So it's the intention is not actually for you. Mm-hmm. really and so you did the truth is you did go to the gym take one photo and leave like that's proof but yeah it gets into more of your intention behind why you're making the thing right mm-hmm. hmm. it's still media like yeah it's the same sort of still thing that we continue to talk about where it's like what can you put yourself out there do you want to put yourself out there what do you want to be seen mm-hmm. and how do you want to be portrayed out in the world yeah, mm-hmm. that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what motivated you to like do your? I guess what was the exact motivation behind like the theater side of things? What has that done for you? Like the writing, the process. Obviously, it's beneficial, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, what does that do for you? Because I know like our videos is like nice because I'm watching them back and it's like a happy, you know, memory to look back on. Mm-hmm. Is that something similar to you? Or are you like expressing something? It's to clear noise, I think, to make Ooh. to make it things more clear and to make it more. Because I think we very much try to not. We don't like to simplify things. Don't like to. Yeah, I I like to simplify things a lot. Mm-hmm. In that going back to the roots, I know where it started. I know why of it all, and what can I do about it now? Hmm. 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 Because I mean. Film's complicated. Life's complicated. Mm-hmm. And when you kind of go back to the roots, to the very simple fundamental things, then you see it, everything clearly now, which I see clearly. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's not so complicated. Oh, mm-hmm. So that's what you said about cooking, too. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The four main components. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Watch it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to. So it's complicated to make things simple. Like, it's hard work. Yeah. It's like very hard work to... Get to the point of being simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then does that 
counteract it and make it complicated. Yeah, it gets complicated. And then complicated. Not, and it gets and then not so then really nothing simple. I'm just kidding. It's though it's a feedback loop. <laughs> that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh yeah. like your the picture behind you. How many how many pixels are in that picture? Mm, like 30, several. 32 million, <laughs> I think. Well, yeah. Okay, think okay, photo. think about it. How would you paint it? You would only need a handful of colors, right? Oh mm-hmm. shoot. That's the difference right there. Is that mm-hmm. painting was very simple, like hand strokes, only a few colors, mm-hmm. shadows, perspective. That's really all it was. But then when you take a photo, it's very much the technology of it all and mm-hmm. how you're how it's seen. And that mm-hmm. you have a thousand plus pixels for it to be seen. Hmm. We got it easy. So it's it's much easier to express yourself, but I think like still finding that like definite way you want to express it is the, still just as hard as it was mm-hmm. when you were painting. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the way you approach things always has to be like from an honest place, and that's what's hard about anything. Mm-hmm. So then, whenever you're like, well, I don't I don't know what to do, I don't know how to do it. There's even more options and ways to do it. It seems easier now. Yeah, but it's like overwhelmingly easier. Yeah. So then it's like, what do I even choose? So then, yeah. Yeah. Huh, all those options. Yeah, like uh, that movie, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, where it's like you have so many possibilities, mm-hmm. you know, in like the day and age that we live in. But then it's like overwhelming because you have all these possibilities. Mm-hmm. And then so you can't even, it's hard to pick one, something. That's another good takeaway from that movie, yeah. Like, yeah. everything's just hitting you. I mean, the name of the movie, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's what life is, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole premise is, like, she could have been all these things. Yeah. You know? Oh, shoot, yeah. But yeah. it's, like, you have more opportunities today than, you know, we ever have, really. So there's, like, so many chances, opportunities to, like, do something be something what you want to do whatever but then it's kind of daunting yeah it feels like you miss the boat whenever you like see that thing pass you know by you once and you're like oh that's the thing i was wanting and then it's like gone but it's like mm-hmm. yeah but you had to yeah it's interesting what do you think that, about the movie uh, yeah it's well, great <laughs> yeah yeah it's a good movie hmm. yeah and then like the the part where they're just like rocks Oh, and it's like quiet, mm-hmm. and no. they like actually have mm-hmm. they actually slow down and like have that's like the first time they have a real conversation yeah. in the whole movie. They laughed, mm-hmm. yeah. In the subtitle, but it's like, mm-hmm. but that was like the simplest, mm-hmm. you know, medium. Re- just reduced. sitting there, you're just a rock. Yeah, like you have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. You know. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Nothing to be. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you were a rock, life would be pretty simple. Yeah, maybe. Well, you wouldn't have anything. Well, it would be, yeah. Yeah, you would have but nowhere to go, nothing to do. I think my brain, like, had already translated that into you asking me if life would be, like, happier, or, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, and yeah. I was like, I don't know, <laughs> but it would be simpler, yeah. Would you still love me if I was a rock? <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So, so that's the... That's the truth of it all. Whatever you are, it's that's okay. Yeah. And so then you do whatever you want, and that's also okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, why is it important for you to know who you are? Because then you're like, oh, I'm doing what I want. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, because mm-hmm. you're constantly, like, 
feeling like you're doing things for other people. Sometimes it, like, right? feels scary to, like, pick who you are, though, you know? Like, I don't want to be in a box. You get to pick? Well, you know, I guess, Define. but that's the same thing as, like, what you yeah. show, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You said something about a stamp once, like. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Well, like when you're you're born, you like have definite qualities about yourself, mm-hmm. with traits, you and know. Then it, yeah, and then most it gets, of it's environmental, but I think everyone yeah. has like a stamp of like who you are, just like right out the gate, and then it changes and like grows and stuff. But like, yeah. And there's something I read once, and there was like the Greek or Greek or Roman, big difference, but there root word for character was stamp yeah and you read that like after i, I, said I read that, that and i was like <laughs> and i oh, definitely never like character <laughs> yeah. is yeah. so that's who you are when you're born and so, so have you always been into like movies and writing and stuff yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah because i've always watched movies and like lord of the rings grew up watching it and then as soon as i learned how the behind the scenes that's when i was like Oh, I want to do that. I want to be involved in that. That's cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's actually people behind this mm-hmm. square. And so then that's like the first step I took was like, there's something beyond the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I didn't get a camera until way later in life. But you're just seeking the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Wow. So then I was like, well, yeah, well, how does this work? So it's about how deeply you want to go into something too. Yeah. You're back in theater. Yeah. Yeah, and that's baseline foundation. Yeah, and then you got to go back up. Hmm. We don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. can. Right. Yeah, it's just hard to make it on. What like is that? What is that? Is Broadway like the ultimate theater? Yeah, it's yeah. in New York, but for yeah. sure, <laughs> it's very. So I've been I've been to a show once, Phantom of the Opera, mm-hmm. on Broadway, but yeah, but you're like cool. closer. I, you're closer to that having written a like play mm-hmm. than like Going. saying, oh, that'd be cool if I could do that, but I never will. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, even if it feels far away, the more like things you do to get there, the closer it gets. Mm-hmm. That's just worth, how it works. So what's worth like paying attention to an idea? Because there's millions that come into your head. So like, why write the play? I think the gut feeling. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you, everyone has like a gut feeling like, I probably should do that. And that's yeah. very much the feeling of like, let's, let's, let's try it. Let's do it. Just mm-hmm. see what happens. And like, like, I didn't, I didn't expect, you know, much out of it and had a good time at the performance comes from like trusting yourself like believing in mm-hmm. your gut yeah it's not my best work but it's it's okay but I'm, you did I'm it. with okay yeah exactly i did it <laughs> that took me a while to get over it was like every, that it has to be perfect everything i'm making yes. not being like the magnum opus of yeah. yes. what you're doing and i was like why isn't this the be- why don't i feel satisfied yeah, i like, struggle with that too where it's yeah. like that idea where it's like it's better to do something half-assed than like not at all uh-huh. but i'm like uh, but i ha- i want to be like perfect at at it i mm-hmm. yeah that's hard mm-hmm. to better get to do something poorly than not at all yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because there's people who don't do anything at, like that thing at all nobody submitted to the right like how many your odds are increased by magnitudes if you just submit, submit something. Submit it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You miss 100% of the shots. That you don't you take. You don't take. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. But yeah, the motiv- the motivation behind it is the gut feeling. But there's some people that suppress the gut feeling. Like, I've done that. Where I'm like, no. And then you're like, oh, I feel terrible for not doing that thing. Yeah, it you feels know? sometimes your body like reacts to that, yeah. and it like throws you into 
Mm. you know not feeling very good because you like didn't listen to yourself like you know that it's wrong like against yourself yeah Mm. weird it's the mind and body fighting each other oh Mm -hmm. oh yeah Mm -hmm. Hmm. that's interesting so good job for doing it that was cool yeah um that's really fun what a way to start the year too (laughs) that's yeah that's what we were saying Yeah. yeah like we're we're gonna we're thinking about that it's really nice, but it's the mm-hmm. year to do it. What other year would be better? So what's next for you? Are you going to focus on more theatrical? Are you going to go into journalism? or No, I think up? it's still the, the bomb one I had mentioned. I yeah. think trying to f- navigate and trying to build a story out of that. Mm-hmm. And I have some ideas and structure-wise and seeing even if I could do it in the first place. Like the, the two plays I've done, like it was very much like, competition a festival something very much anyone can do now this is very much who who do i have to talk to who's there's gonna have the money involved there's gonna have things involved that's gonna be way mm. you know bigger, bigger than me scale. The, yeah mm-hmm. so that's trying to navigate that i think wow mm-hmm. cool yeah and you also just work in the industry uh, in the Austin i think area, that's right? cool that oh. you're like even like going forward with that like trying to learn those things because i think a lot of people will like some people, you know, might get a degree in like film or something and then you like have your degree and then you like graduate and you're like, all right, like, where's my opportunities? Mm-hmm. You know, but you like when you're done with school, you're like, oh, I'm done learning about like yeah. that, you know, that can be like the attitude sometimes. So mm-hmm. it's cool that you're like learning on your own, like you're not in school anymore, but you're like, well, I've mm-hmm. got to keep growing and learning mm-hmm. to go somewhere with this. Yeah. That goes back to me, yeah. my, my high school and college days when I was a slacker. Yeah. So now I'm trying to earn that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Redeem myself for being such a slacker. Then, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I used to think I could only learn if I was just paying for it. You right. Know, like, I mean. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, I'm cheating myself by saying that. Yeah. It's weird, though, because it's hard to get out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All the way up until college, you've been in school having to do it. And mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, nobody's going to make you do it anymore. Yep. And then you stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, is that a gut, is it a gut feeling to learn more things? I don't know. Like you, you want to. Yeah. I think I definitely like feel better when I, when I am. So like when I'm not kind of feeding myself in that way, like I start to like not feel good mm. because you're working against yourself because mm-hmm. I think you're, you do want to, like you have that instinct to want to learn more mm. and yeah. What's behind the TV screen? well carlos this was great yes this was awesome thanks for being on we'll have to have you back on again to update us on any projects you're having because it's Mm -hmm. very interesting uh Mm -hmm. talking to you about things but i think before smoosh wakes up we better (laughs) cut this one off so yeah thank you for inviting me you both oh yeah it was great um thanks for being here so Thank you guys for listening. If you're still around, have a great day and go there, do that. So long. That was the first time I ended it with go there, do that. You gotta keep that. Yeah, I know. I I mean, it makes sense for like an outro. You gotta go there and do that.